Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is a wonderful, beautiful summer day here in the land of Portland Antifa that is hosting a summer camp called Budding Roses. It's an anti-fascist social justice summer camp. Begins later this month for kids aged 10 to 14 who'll be participating in activities that include learning about police abolition, how to donate to bail funds, what to do if they come into contact with tear gas during a protest. Now, of course, the city of Portland awarded Budding Roses, which is an Antifa group, with the Spirit of Portland Award and selected them, their left-wing extremist group, as Nonprofit Initiative of the Year in 2018. They're learning from a book called Tear Gas for Portlanders emphasizes the importance of mutual aid and teaches campers how to donate to bail funds if their comrades get arrested by police. They'll also be taught how to proceed if police deployed crowd control munitions such as tear gas. And then it shows you pictures, you know, cartoons, action items, you know, because they got their goggles on. They're all dressed in black. They got their faces covered. The kids that are as young as 10 will also be able to reflect on white supremacy by watching an animated video called Understanding White Supremacy and How to Defeat It. The video shows colonizers shooting cannonballs from a ship at BIPOC kids standing on a beach. The libs of TikTok reports. In fact, you can see that. It's in the show. In fact, they're going to teach these kids anti-police and government chants that can be used during demonstrations, according to the Daily Citizen. The chants about killer cops and the rapist government are follows. And then they give you the chant. Folks, this is, um, by the way, Budding Roses was founded, and we've talked about this before, as the Black Rose Rosa Negra Anarchist Foundation, founded by them. This is what's coming to Portland soon. Now, here's the question I have. How much does this matter versus the media's incessant, constant 
diversionary tactics like the story today in the Oregon Watchdog about Coin Six. They have the diversionary tactic is continuing to make it all about abortion. It's all they can talk about is abortion. They have a story today about Christine Drazen. It's a short story. It was an interview. They finally got Drazen out of the basement, you know, because she's using the Joe Biden strategy because she ain't ready for prime time, folks. The Biden strategy, as you know, was you know, staying hidden in the basement, right? That's what they've been doing with Christine Drazen because she won't show up at these other events. In fact, she has a hard time giving live interviews. She doesn't do live interviews. Now, she did one find me with coincidence. And the headline is Drazen, pro-life woman. She's aware of Oregon laws. Wow. That's really profound, isn't it? This is worthy of a Coin Six news story. When the real story ought to be the destruction of the city of roaches. Thank you, Betsy. And Tent City Tina. And the fact that government is so inefficient, they can't distribute the $265 million and growing every day of Measure 110 money to help people who are addicted to drugs, because that's what Measure 110 does. It addicts people to drugs, and it's all legal. They have to divert your attention. They have to try to divert the average voter's attention to the abortion issue. Drazen says, recognizing as well that Oregon law has enshrined in Oregon law every feature of Roe versus Wade, Roe versus Wade and despite the Supreme Court ruling, there is no, there is in fact no uncertainty within the state of Oregon for what abortion, abortion services will remain. Now, that's almost as a bad, when I say she's not ready for prime time, you know who that reminds me of? Kamala Harris. Word salads, right? We've been hearing a lot about that. Christine, you could have just said, you know what? Oregon's got the most liberal abortion laws in the nation and nothing's going to change it. That's what you could have said, Christine. But because you're not ready for prime time, which is why they hide you most of the time, you end up with kind of a convoluted statement like that. But in it, she acknowledges something we all know is truth. It doesn't matter who the governor is. Oregon's strong abortion laws ain't gonna change. And I'm telling you, I hope they do. I pray they do. I want them to. I want a pro-life governor. I want a pro-life legislature that does restrict abortion. Because it's evil. And it stops a beating heart. And in Oregon, many of you don't know this. Oregon's had an abortion law in place for years that allows you, it's called partial birth abortion. That baby can be halfway born and a doctor can kill it. We've had that for years. The only thing stronger, and Drazen says here in this article, if a bill came to her desk to expand abortion access, she would veto it. But she does not plan to proactively push laws to limit abortion rights in Oregon. 
in the Democrat-controlled legislature. Well, maybe they ought to ask her, what would you do if the Republicans took control of the legislature? Because it is possible, folks. Now, only if Republicans run on the right things. And abortion ain't it. And funding more money for education, which Republicans always say, ain't it. So what would be it? Antifa, the violence in Salem, in downtown Portland, not being held accountable. Kate Brown releasing murderers illegally under Oregon law and getting away with it, at least so far. Homelessness, which has increased beyond anybody's thought that ever could be. And why would that be? Measure 110, almost all of those people are drug addicted. Stopping the violence in schools. No, not from guns, folks. The fact that you took all the cops out of the schools, including Salem Kaiser, as a knee-jerk reaction to Black Lives Matter. That's the stuff you ought to be talking about. Critical race theory, which has just because you're a white kid in school, you're automatically racist and you need to learn about your racist roots. Those are the things that matter. How about forced vaccination? And the tyranny of shutting down your church, your school, your restaurant. Based on every evolving so-called facts of science, which Dr. Fauci, who is now retiring, just in time before Republicans take control of Congress and can haul him before them, and they actually can begin a real investigation into the fraud this man has been for so long. In fact, Tim, thanks for the email. Here's a story. As Boris Johnson resigned, UK officials quietly released data showing that COVID death rate is amongst, is highest. The COVID death rate is highest amongst which group? The fully vaccinated. Oh boy. There's more to talk about, including uh, Portland updating uh, all of the shootings. They're celebrating the fact, the chief is, that June had the fewest number of shooting incidents in Portland, Portland so far this year. There were only 87 of them. Of course, May, they saw 103 and 90 in April, 147 in March, 118 in February, and 128 in January. And wow, we're down to only 87 in June. There's more, including this gun control initiative that is in the Willamette Week. Oregon voters will consider a gun control measure in November, which will make no difference at all, period. Will we step up to tell our friends and neighbors the facts and the truth? Let's go to Art, who's on the line. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. You are on a roll. Yeah, first I all, am. I'm. Oh with- God, you're just you're just going great guns. Okay, first of all, let me say, my grandkids, all four of them, 
will never be attending a public school again, Jeff. They are all going to be uh, learning online because of what's going on in this state. And my daughter will not allow this garbage to go in their, her kids' heads anymore. Good. Now. Good. <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. Now, on to uh, Christine Drazen. Uh, Jeff, there ain't no way in heck she's going to win. And you're absolutely correct. She's not ready for prime time. Uh, that's just a fact. Uh, and if anybody thinks that she has the capability of making this state a better place, they got, I can tell them, you're living in dreamland. So I do have a new theme song for her, uh, and because okay. it's the truth. What's that? <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a Beatles song, and it's, <laughs> I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. I'm a loser. <laughs> now, Jeff, I, I mean, it's pretty pathetic what she's done and the lack of leadership for the Republican Party uh, that she just hasn't. Uh, hasn't even performed to mediocre uh, status. Yeah, sadly, Art, uh, I, I mean, it pains me to say it, but I think you're right. Thanks for that bit of comedic relief. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. Okay, we're gonna have a little fun with Art's suggestion. <laughs> um I like it, uh, and and I'm going to get to it in a second here. Look, 90-degree days are coming. If you're not comfortable in your house, why don't you just break down? Just admit to yourself, I need to call Freedom Heating and Air. And you do. Because they will come out to your home or your place of business. Right away, it's, it's, it's their emergency services is... One of the great ways they have built such a powerful business. For almost 50 years here in the Mid Valley area. Give them a call. They'll come out and they'll fix what's broken with your system. And you will get through the summer comfortable in your home. Because we're going to get some really hot days. They're forecasting shortly. So just, just do it. Okay. Freedomheatingandair.net. That's their website, freedomheatingandair.net. You can go online. You can get an estimate from them. They've got a great blog. They list all their services. You can learn about them. And they do, in fact, have these great 
discounts for veterans and for senior citizens. Freedomheatingandair.net. Call them. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. All right. I like Art's suggestion. I think this is just hilarious. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to challenge one of you creative types out there. Creative listeners. Find that Beatles song. <laughs> I'm a loser. And, uh, you know, if you want to make up some words to it, uh, whatever. That'd be kind of fun. You know, about Christine Drazen. You know, hiding in the basement, not being ready for time, prime time. You know, her word salads, blah, 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 whatever. Or just maybe you want to do an animated thing. Some of you in this audience are really talented. You could do this. And it would just be fun, wouldn't it? Now, look, here's the reality. This radio show is a, an opinion show. Mine, yours, whomever's. It's about politics. Over a cup of coffee, right? That's why it's called political coffee. We contemplate things. Now, look, I don't have to have Christine Drazen on this show, and I don't intend to. I don't intend to give her a forum to further display. I'm going to be merciful to her to further display her inability, as Art has correctly pointed out, to lead and to inspire. Ain't nothing about this woman that inspires anybody. She's just got a nice smile. And she does. She's a nice lady. She was an intern when I came into the legislature in 1999. Nothing wrong with that. She's been four years in state government, folks, and she's running for governor. She can't talk about, I mean, she does Kamala Harris proud, in my opinion. Anyway, enough of that. Come up with something creative. I don't care what it is. Maybe it's a cartoon. I know we've got a couple of cartoon drawers in this audience because you send me cartoons. Some of you maybe are very talented musicians. Come up with a song. Maybe use the Beatles song in the background. I'm a loser. <laughs> now, this radio station has to remain impartial towards elections. So if somebody else on this radio station, and there's a number of great people who have shows, want to have Christine Drazen on, go for it. You go right ahead. I intend to have Betsy Johnson on. I don't intend to have Tina Kotek on. But if somebody else on this radio station wants to, or if they request time on this radio station, we'll give it to them. You bet. But I'm, I'm going to save Christine Drazen from further embarrassing herself by not having her on this radio show. She's not going to like the questions I'm going to want to ask her. By the way, the Daily Mail's got a story about the Good Samaritan, the 22-year-old who shot dead the Indiana mall gunman who was just 20 years old, who bought a gun legally. He 
Elisha Dickin was there shopping with his 22-year-old girlfriend. He shot Jonathan Sapirman dead. He had no police or military training, but he skillfully shot the gunman dead while gesturing for crowds to evacuate. Now listen, folks. At 22 years of age, you don't do that unless you've had a little training. This is what is already required under Oregon law for a concealed carry permit. Now, this mall was a gun-free zone. This guy had his gun anyway. Good for him. And he ain't going to be charged with nothing. I got to tell you something, folks. This is why we carry personal self-defense weapons, not just guns, to protect innocent life. You and I have a human right to defend our lives from evil people, period. By any means, including guns. We get to vote on further restrictions from you and I defending ourselves. Innocent people against evil that's what the gun crowd wants. Hey, Christine, where are you on that? Betsy, where are you on that? We know. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before top of the hour. Welcome back to Political Coffee. It's great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Like the one I got from Greg L. about speaking of the UK and uh, <clears throat> COVID, a uh, professor says vaccines are providing little or no protection against infection. They've given up on the idea of mass immunization. It may mean coexisting at a lower level of health overall. Natural immunity has to be better in immunization. That's Professor Tim Cook. So, folks, understand something here. There's a story, I think, in the watchdog about Oregon having monkeypox cases. Monkeypox. Do you suppose that's the next boogeyman or a resurgence in COVID that will happen just before the November elections. And we got to go back to mail-in balloting and there'll be all of this cheating. I don't know. By the way, Molly Hemingway's got a great story today in The Federalist about Never Trumper's latest attempt to dismiss the election concerns is particularly 
dishonest. Yeah, we would expect that. David um, Harsini, Harasini, Kathy, I'll get to you in a second, 503-589-1220, has a piece also in the Federalist about, about the Second Amendment. Why anti-gun zealots can't admit concealed carry saves lives. They can't admit it. Everybody who has a gun is evil. It is bad. Even those of us who, you know, like this 22-year-old in Indiana who shot dead within seconds. The gunman who just decided to start killing people. Deranged kid, 20 years of age, with no criminal record. Bought two guns lawfully. One a handgun and one the Sig Sauer. A good guy with a gun stopped a bad guy with a gun in a place he wasn't supposed to have. The good guy wasn't supposed to. Well, neither one of them were supposed to have guns in it. It was a gun-free zone. Right? By the way, headlines here that I, I got to let you know. There's another story here. And the, the Federalist is loaded with lots of good stuff today. Get this. Listen to this. The left's latest frontier in the trans, the tranny craze, you know, transgender, banning misgendering skeletons. Let me say that again. <laughs> Ban misgendering skeletons. These people are just flat crazy. And you know what? Some of them have control of our school boards. That's why elections matter. The school boards need to step up and stop this insanity from being taught in their schools like they've done in Newburgh and like needs to be done in Salem-Kaiser. Wouldn't you agree? It's like Art said, ain't no way his grandkids are going to public schools anymore. Same with mine. They're in private religious school now. And with the Supreme Court ruling, we may have the opportunity as parents and grandparents to take our tax dollars, tax dollars, and go put them in an alternative school to the insanity being taught in our public schools, which ain't reading, writing, and arithmetic, folks. It's race recycling, and reproduction. That's what it is. Anyway, uh, by the way, I, I threw that out to you. I'm serious. I love Art's suggestion. Somebody come up with a, uh, either a great cartoon or a song to the Beatles song, The Loser, for Christine Drazen. If you want to get creative and, you know, make a little animated short on it. You know what we'll do? I will feature it on this show. I'm serious. I will. We'll have a little fun with it. We'll laugh at Oregon's Kamala Harris, Christine Drayson, the word solid lady. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks, but I'm serious. Now, we won't do it on the radio station. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, we're not going to feature it there, but, you know, we'll find a way to put it up on some website. And I'll just link to it. How about that? But I'll play it. 
You bet. I'll play it on the show. I'll send it to producer Phil. And we'll just take a moment and play it. You go to the effort to do that. We'll have a little fun with Oregon's Kamala Harris. Now, look, Christine is much more conservative than Kamala will ever dream of being. I get it. But she ain't ready for prime time. And as I've said, the first time they have a public debate, everybody's going to see it. Anyway, let's go to Kathy. Kathy, sorry, I just been having a little bit too much fun today. It's okay. Um, so my, I have two little things. The first okay. one is um, when they're teaching or they're talking about trans kids having these rough lives and all this stuff about bullying and they commit suicide more often. Why are they trying to encourage kids to do it then? It makes no sense. Well, because they don't believe those numbers. And they and those numbers get hidden and they get covered up by the mainstream media. And, I mean, because the mainstream media in Oregon, well, nationally, to be honest with you, but certainly in Oregon, they get spoon-fed this stuff from the LGBTQ crowd, basic rights of Oregon and other people. And they will not report the truth. Anything okay, so that's contrary to their politically correct view, Kathy, just doesn't get reported. Nobody knows it. Which okay, is why so we exist, and that's why you exist. Okay. So the other thing was, have you heard about um, Shot Spotter? Yeah, I see on um, Channel 12 that this has been around a long time, actually, and Portland, for some reason, has just decided to uncover it, to discover, rather. In fact, you can put these microphones up, and they're very sensitive, and they can automatically detect all around the city where a shot is coming from within a matter of yards, immediately, as soon as it is shot. You don't have to wait for a 911 call. So How what come I'm Portland hasn't is- done this before? What I'm hearing is that somebody, but they're not saying who, is saying that it's going to cause over-policing areas or over-policing minority areas, I guess, is what they're saying. So who's You know who that would be? That would be Mm. Black Lives Matter and Joanne Hardesty. That's who that would be. I would think the citizens would have a say in this. Like, put one out in front of my house. You know, that's a great idea. Seriously. That's a great idea. The citizens ought to start showing up in these neighborhoods. In fact, Kathy, I think there was a a report I read, at least a headline about it yesterday or the day before, about communities in Portland where the gun crime is the highest. And guess what they are? They're minority communities. So here's what those minority moms and dads, aunts and uncles, grandparents ought to be doing. They ought to go march on City Hall and do exactly what you've just said. Put it in my neighborhood. Put it in my block. Yeah. It It might even be a way to get some of these illegal guns off the street if if police go to those areas 
you know, if they conduct an investigation, maybe they'll find some illegal guns and stop some hearts from being broken. These mothers' hearts are just being broken because of these stupid laws or reduction in police. Exactly. Reduction in police funding. Doing away with the gang enforcement team. Doing away with the money. Taking $12 million from the Portland police. What do they expect would happen? The people that they supposedly are trying to help the worst or the most are the ones they hurt the worst. The minority communities. I remember when... Released yesterday, I think it was. Uh, it, it was a New York Times article. I will find it. It's about Portland and the incredible increase in gang violence in minority communities. How come we're not seeing that reported in Oregon? I remember when they first uh, defunded the police, there were community leaders that came out and said, what are you doing to us? And um, I just don't hear the community saying anything anymore because I think they feel like their hands are tied. Well, and, you know, if, if the minority communities of Portland banded together and went down to City Hall and held a rally with bullhorns and everything else, Portland media would have to cover it. Right. And they'd have to present a different point of view. And that's time to put pressure on the feckless mayor, Ted Wheeler, who runs the city of roaches. Thanks, Kathy. Great suggestion, don't you think? Back in a moment, 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Last segment for today here on Political Coffee. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news got a text message from Art about, hey, did you know ivermectin can be bought over the counter in Tennessee to fight COVID, but not in Oregon? That ought to change, don't you think? I do. Dale writes a text that says, from Newsmax, does Putin get the credit if gas prices go down? Running back and said, laugh out loud. I kind of doubt that. Something you shouldn't doubt is somebody who's a real estate expert that can really help you if you decide to buy or sell a home. That's Rebecca Donaldson. She's one of our premier real estate brokers. In fact, she won Best of the Willamette Valley for a reason. Because she really is good at what she does. And that benefits you in a lot of ways. Especially, folks, this real estate market really is changing right now. And we're going to see more of that as we slide into recession, unfortunately. That's where we're headed. Thank you, Joe Biden and leftists. 
policies. Now, the good news is, is that somebody like Rebecca can guide you through that process. Or maybe somebody you know in your circle of influence, maybe a family member who's looking to buy or sell a home. Call Rebecca Donaldson. You'll be glad you did. 503-269-0747. She's up on the latest news on mortgage rates, on the changes of laws, trends. Rebecca Donaldson, 503-269-0747. Check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com, rebeccasgothouses.com. You know, one of the things that I think is so important as we go forward is to hold government accountable. Now, how do we do that? The best way to do it is at the local level. This is why school board elections and city council elections and county commission elections are just critical. Yeah, a governor's race is is powerful and it's critical. Legislative races are important. But your best opportunity to influence what's going on in your world is at the local level. And we change that one person at a time. All these stories we've talked about today, and I'm going to get to Gail in a second. All of these stories really center around you being able to change your world. By talking about these stories and the way we talk about them, just in a common sense, persuadable way with someone who's persuadable. It's how we get around the bias of the news media. You know, Christine Drazen should not have let herself be drawn into the abortion issue with this Coin 6 interview. She should have turned it right around on the issues that really matter. Because abortion, even though it's deeply important to those of us who are pro-life, and it should be. It isn't what's going to elect the next governor of the state, folks. It's everything else we've been talking about. Let's go to Gail. Gail, good morning. Your thoughts today. Good morning, Jeff. It's been a little while since I've given you any of my crazy thoughts. They're <laughs> <laughs> not crazy. And by the way, you know, I was thinking about you the other day. I was thinking about you and Rick, honestly. So, you know, I haven't heard from you guys. What do you? Did you leave Oregon? I hope not. No, no, just had to do a lot of catch-up after helping Beth Jones. Um, I'm milking yes. twice a day, doing a lot of praying, and just kind of regrouping a little bit. <laughs> Thank you for thinking of us. You know, if, if you remember, um, I was one of the first persons who called in and said, this is crazy, I will not wear a mask. This is crazy. I will not let someone test. I don't want them putting anything up my nose or, you know, inserting something into my system. Yep. So here, yep. here's another crazy thought. <laughs> um, the tide is turning. We have been in, um, I wish I had this written down. We have been in a, a battle and still are good versus evil. And the reason we know it is turning is because in this administration where we think we have Biden in the White House, 
which I believe that somebody else behind the scenes is doing good for us. Um, anyway, do we think that with Biden supposedly in the White House that they would have allowed Roe versus Wade to be overturned? So I think that along with a few of the other smaller things, the tide is turning and I really don't think that anybody, however good they are in the future, are going to have much of a future if they don't honor God and life. And Jeff, that that's my only thought. So 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 mark my words. <laughs> Anyway, I, I am, and and I completely agree with you because I think that that is where <laughs> polls have been showing consistently, Gail, that younger Americans are more and more pro-life year after year after year. And a lot of this has to do with, I think, the science uh, that we're becoming aware of about how soon you can detect a heartbeat. Uh, you know, the the most successful. Um, pro-life campaign ever was abortion stops a beating heart. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful message. And and I, I think that we're going to see, the tide is turning in many ways. In fact, I'm looking at a um, Epoch Times story here called Discontented Moderates Are Going to Hand Big win, Wins Electorally to Republicans. It's an interesting story, and I think that they're right on the money. The tide... Is turning, but this is why, and I think it is largely because so many people of different faiths have been praying that it turns in so many ways, and not just for pro-life issues, but other things. Yes. And Gail, thank you so much. Wonderful to hear uh, your voice again. (laughs) Glad to know you're still (laughs) out there, and you and Rick are well. Thank you. We are. The tide is turning, (laughs) folks. Friends, I gotta, I gotta just say this um and we are blessed to have such great advertisers that advertise on this radio station and we have new ones coming and you're going to hear them soon and some great weekend shows that i hope offer you good things and knowledge and understanding about things we are blessed to have people of faith and others that are not but people of faith like eric azer righteous renovations you know, he's a contractor who really does care about what you want in quality. He focuses on it. And if, I mean, he lives it. In, and if you had heard the interview about a month ago we had with Eric, it is obvious that what he believes. Go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Be encouraged, folks. Prayer is the first thing I ask you to do. Second thing is be involved. Have a persuadable conversation with a persuadable person. Be active politically. For everything you believe is right and true and honest and true. This America is. I'm back tomorrow. Hope you will be blessed. See you then.